I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Do you know the difference between a learning objective and a learning outcome? A learning objective is the instructor's purpose for creating and teaching their course. So these are specific questions that the instructor wants their course to raise. In contrast, learning outcomes are the answers to those questions. So that's the difference. We use these terms interchangeably when we drop the word learning from it and just call them objectives or outcomes but they are very very different. And this is what we are going to explore in the last episode of this year of Smarter with Sid so that it can help us develop some for ourselves for the coming year. Now just like you I have struggled through new year resolutions. You know, I have struggled through them a lot of years I used to keep them more specific a lot of them I used to keep them more vague and more directional there were times when I had given up on them completely there were times when I was focusing on you know the process and all of that so I have tried various permutations and combinations and I don't know whether I have ever been satisfied by the result of my new year resolutions sometimes I have been more satisfied sometimes I have been less satisfied but most most of the times i tend to just kind of forget about them by the end of the year because you know life happens you get on and it becomes extremely difficult for us to kind of keep those in mind i think a lot of times the people who can keep those resolutions in mind and carry them across the year at least have the grim satisfaction of making sure that they are met this year i wanted to try something different and i wanted to talk it through with you guys yeah because i believe that we are confusing the objective and outcome thing that i was speaking about a lot of times we tend to confuse the two so an objective is directional right so my objective might be to lose some weight and become fitter or something like that but my outcome would be okay 5 kgs and uh, you know uh, 100 push ups so those are specific and measurable and the outcomes of my being true to my objective also very few people can actually understand the difference between goals resolutions objectives and outcomes and i don't even want to get into that what i want to get into is is there any meaning in developing objectives and outcomes or should we just develop outcomes and forget about objectives because it's practical or should we just keep them at an objective level and forget about outcomes because most of the stuff is not under our control so that is the kind of stuff that i am trying to figure out yeah because once we figure this out it might help us to probably have a slightly better road map for the coming year so i kind of have thought through this and i want to talk you through this but first what i'd like to say is that like a lot of us i have had a particularly tough year I don't want to get into the details of it. Some of you who know me know that it was a very very tough year for for me and uh, anybody who is close to me. And I realized through the the year itself that most of the things that I think are under my control are actually not under my control at all. And that was kind of life changing for me. when i realized that most of the things that i think are things that i would want as outcomes and they are actually not under my control then i realized when i was thinking about it 
have my objectives changed? Well, my objectives or I would call them my intentions haven't changed. I still want the same things for me, my family, you know, the kind of work that I want to do and so on and so forth. You can add money and health to it. And you would find that your objective doesn't really change because our value systems don't change too much. So my suggestion would be to actually kind of confirm to yourself, you know, what your objectives are and perhaps sometimes also ask that question about the gorilla in the room refer to the podcast a few podcasts back. Uh, is there something that you're missing out as an objective? But if you've not missed out on anything as an objective and if it's a fairly balanced thing, then I would say keep the objectives as long-term as possible, as broad-based as possible, as, you know, not just for the year, maybe for the decade, maybe for life, whatever it is. And just keep the objective as grand, as beautiful, as idealistic as possible. But don't confuse it with outcomes. Because when we try to create outcomes like, oh, I want to, you know, kind of be famous at a world-class level and therefore I want 500,000 followers on Instagram or something, that is not in your control. The outcome is not in your control. The objective and you working towards that objective is certainly in your control. But the outcome, there are so many factors that can screw you up. There are so many factors that can help you. So remain true to the objective, but have a healthier attitude towards outcome. So have a crazy, grand, idealistic approach towards the objective, but maybe treat the outcome a little different. So how can I treat the outcome different? Let's take the 500,000 followers thing. Leave that. Trash that. Say that you want to become famous in whatever you want to become famous in. Yeah, if you want to be. I mean, it's just an example. You could be the world's top neurosurgeon for all I care. But let's assume that you want to do this. Then I would say that the outcome has to be focused on a couple of things. One is that you cannot have an outcome that goes beyond a month or even beyond a week. The shorter, the better. Because I genuinely think we overestimate our capacity to predict. We really don't understand what we are saying when we are trying to predict beyond three months. Forget uh, you know, six months, a year or long-term planning and all of that. I don't think that we have the ability to even understand what's going to happen to us after today. But instead of being so, you know, fatalistic, perhaps have a healthier approach towards outcome saying, what am I trying to achieve as an outcome based upon my objective in this week? You know, then it becomes super ultra-specific. Because then you're not saying, oh, I want to have 500,000 followers. Can I actually just have 10 more followers maybe or 100 or whatever it is? It just becomes a completely different ball game. It becomes more real, more tangible and maybe somewhat under your control. Not completely, of course. And the second and most important thing is I think we should flip our outcome-based thing in any way. And we should focus on whether we are actually liking what we are doing. Unless and until we are getting true satisfaction. And satis liking does not mean enjoying or pleasure. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm saying that we, we need to like the experience of even struggling towards something. And if we are not enjoying the struggle, if you're not enjoying the experience, if you're not enjoying the fight, if you're not enjoying the moment, 
then I genuinely think that we are too focused on the outcome. And perhaps the outcome is making us anxious. And perhaps that is because the outcome is more than just a week. So the moment you make it a week's outcome, then maybe you can focus on the process and enjoy the experience. Because eventually life is about that, right? I mean, I don't want to get into a completely crazy and negative uh, end to this year. But life is a series of moments that we are going to experience. And if you're outcome focused, that means actually you're focused towards the end of life, which is death, which is what's the point of that. So I think take a pinch of salt as far as your outcomes are concerned. Keep them real, keep them within the month, if not within the week. It'll keep you honest and it'll also help you focus on the process. And even if you don't reach that grand outcome that you have, might have in mind, at least you will reach your objective of trying to do whatever you're doing because you're in the right direction. And you would have had the grim satisfaction of hitting your outcomes every week and enjoying that experience and enjoying that experience thoroughly. So at the end of the year, you will certainly be happier for having followed your resolution. And it's quite likely that because you're having a weekly or a monthly or a twice a month thing, you will stay true to it. I hope you like this approach. I wanted to give an approach towards New Year resolutions rather than solutions or maybe even, you know, share my New Year resolutions or, uh, you know, anything of that sort because they don't really make sense. In fact, what I've tried to do in the last few episodes was talk about approaches. One was about the gorilla in the room, which is talking about, you know, what we are not seeing. Then it was about facts and factfulness, which is perhaps a good way to look at any kind of, um, you know, work-oriented or life-oriented decision-making processes. Or it was about, you know, looking at trends and trying to learn from the distant past and trying to understand what is kind of, you know, waiting to happen without being absolutely adamant about predictions. And finally, objectives and outcomes and how can we look at them differently. A very, very happy new year to all of my listeners. And I wish that you liked this Smarter With Said episode as much as you liked the one at the beginning of the year. Many more to come from from where this came from. If you like me, please follow me. I'm the traveling professor on LinkedIn and Instagram. If you like this kind of stuff, well, many more podcasts like these and different ones too on IVM Podcasts. A happy new year and may God or may the force or may whatever you believe in be with you throughout the rest of the next year. Bye.